If you are not practicing something called just-in-time learning, then you need to start. And today, I will show you how. You're listening to Copy Chatter, the podcast where we talk about all things writing business. We're having a conversation here about freelance writing and freelance writers, and you are invited. Let's chat about business, marketing, dealing with clients, mindset issues, copy tips, and rolling with the changes. We'll also delve into what's going on with this particular writer as I grow and build my own business. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. Hello, my friends. Today on this unseasonably cool July day here in North Carolina, um, I wanted to enjoy the weather. It's only 82 degrees outside. (laughs) Normally, it's in like the mid to high 90s. Um, But anyway, I've got the windows in my office open and the fan running. um, And it's nice, but you may hear the birds and the wildlife and probably a truck rumbling by like that one. Um, Anyway, just wanted to let you know, uh, and we may be visited by our, our some more of our woodland friends, we shall see, I will report as I find things to report. But anyway, today, we are talking about just in time learning. And this is a concept that um, it's really funny, uh, that I sort of was practicing in my own business, just out of sheer frustration. And then maybe two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, um, I heard one of my clients and mentors and this guy I really respect a lot. His name is Steve Larson. Um, he's an internet marketer. And um, he kind of coined this phrase, just in time learning, which is something that he had been thinking about too. And so the idea of just in time learning is that you limit the scope of things that you are learning only to the things that you need to know to take the next step. So I kind of talked about this a little bit in my last, uh, I don't know if it's the last one or anyway, a recent podcast where I'm talking about the time wasters and how one of the biggest ways that we waste time, especially in the beginning, is that we bulk up on all the things that we will ever need to know for our business, right? And so you feel like you have to have all this stuff mastered and all this stuff set up and all these systems in place and all these processes and marketing and plans and all that stuff when really you don't need it at all. And those are things that are good to have and will or, you know, possibly should come in time, but you don't need them in the very beginning. What you need at the beginning is a solid portfolio and um, the, the gumption <laughs> to go out there and find clients. So just-in-time learning would look like me, um, let's say I've got my samples written, maybe I've even had a client or two, um, and it's time to go find another client. What am I going to do? Am I going to read about how to optimize my LinkedIn profile? Maybe. If I decide that LinkedIn is the next frontier for me and that that's where I want to focus my client hunting efforts, yeah, it would make sense. But if I am looking for a new cold pitching strategy, maybe, um, then I'm not really going to mess with LinkedIn. Maybe I'll take half an hour one day and mess with LinkedIn, but it's not the thing that I need to know next. Um, So with just-in-time learning, you identify what you need to know next, and then you go learn how to do that thing, and you don't worry about all the other stuff. If you want to get started writing blog posts for clients, then you don't need to read a bunch of stuff about writing Facebook ad copy. You need to read a bunch of stuff about how to write blog posts for businesses and how to find clients, right? 
Does that make sense? So just-in-time learning is uh, a way that you self-impose limits to how long you will um, stay in the learning loop and how deep you'll go into it. Now, at this point in my business, I have been um, uh, I've been freelancing for more than ten years now, and so um, I have found lately that I um, get really stuck. I've kind of cracked into this new level of clientele, and I feel like I don't know how to price my services all of a sudden. It's like I, I don't know what to charge people anymore because I know they have a lot more money. Um, and so what do I charge them? That is reflective of my skill, but also is enough to be taken seriously um, and is frankly worth my time. <laughs> I don't always know what that number looks like. So currently what I am doing is learning pricing strategies and figuring out what um, the client expectations are at this particular level. So what little things do I need to start doing in my business? And what are some things that worked for lower level clients? Um, you know, like what are some things that worked for a blogging client that aren't going to work for a sales funnel, like page sales page client? Because those clients are going to have different expectations of me. The information I'm going to need from them is different. And kind of the whole process of working together looks different. So I, I'm having to, to rebuild my systems a little bit and rebuild my calculators and stuff like that. Now I could spin off and do a deep dive into um, maybe if I, so, so the thing that I need to be learning right now is pricing and um, like managing client expectations at this particular level. So what I am not doing is learning how to take a cool little audio clip from a podcast and make the little image, I think it's called an audiogram, where it's like you can see the audio <laughs> where it kind of pulsates <laughs> on the screen and figure out how to make a little clip like that and post it on my Instagram. Okay, that is not the thing that I am learning right now. And that is something I want to learn how to do. And I don't know how to do it, you know, or I at least need to know what it's called so I can go hire somebody to do it for me. But because that is not the very next thing on my list of things I need to figure out, it's not something I'm going to read about. And so if I come across, you know, an article or a tutorial about how to use your podcast to market yourself on Instagram, I might save it because I know that that's coming. Um, but it's not something I'm going to read about today and it's not something I'm going to implement today. Not at all. So it's really easy to get stuck in wh what we call the learning loop where you you learn one thing and then that, that kind of shows you that there are like these three other things you have to figure out to be able to do the one thing and then you start going down this, tra this trail and all of a sudden... You thought you're headed to California, um, but you are in Costa Rica. <laughs> you got sidetracked completely. Or maybe you're in Saskatchewan, which is pretty different from California, because you didn't limit your the scope of your learning and you got stuck in a learning loop and you convinced yourself that you needed to know all this stuff that you didn't actually need to know. So just-in-time learning is all about understanding what you need to know just to get to the next level. And so maybe that is marketing. Maybe that is a system. Maybe it's a software. If you have been, this is something else that's coming up for me. I um, used a spreadsheet for my bookkeeping for like 10 years. And now I'm transitioning into real bookkeeping software. <laughs> because it's time. 
I'm making a lot more money now than I than I ever had before. I'm you know I'm working a lot more hours and I'm charging way higher rates and I have these courses that are selling on the other side of my business and so there's a lot more going on and it's not really the spreadsheet's not working anymore. So now I need real software. So that's kind of the next thing that I'm learning about and I'm talking to a bookkeeper and um, trying to get QuickBooks set up and all that stuff. But I didn't worry about that before I had any clients. Does that make sense? I didn't need it. Good enough was good enough. And then you and then I got to the point where good enough with the spreadsheet wasn't good enough anymore. And now I have to go to the next level. So um, I would encourage you to adopt the mantra of good enough is good enough. Um, and to let go of perfectionism and know that you are never going to fully understand something before you begin it. If you wait until you fully understand something before you're willing to begin it, you're never going to begin anything because you're never going to fully understand everything. And there are some things that you will not ever understand until you have actually tried it or you're in it or you've done it or you failed at it. You, you can't learn anything, everything before you begin. So stop trying to learn everything before you begin and just learn the next thing that you need before you begin. The, the, the possible trap with this is that you think that the thing you need to learn next it ends up not actually being the thing that you need to learn next. And this happens a lot in the beginning where people think they need their social media strategy and they think they need their content marketing strategy and they think they need a website and they think they need a blog with like ads and stuff on it and they think they need a newsletter and all these things that they think they need when really what they need is writing samples and an email account. So you've got to be really careful about limiting yourself to what you need. Be really clear, be really ruthless about what you need. So if you're sitting there and you're like, well, I need to start this writing business I want a writing career. I want to get paid to write. Okay, what's the what's the first thing that you need to get paid to write? I would say you need your writing samples. And um, because those are the things that get you hired. So so then you think about, okay, well what is the thing that's going to get me to the next step? If my next step is getting hired, what is the thing that convinces someone to hire me? Is it going to be my Twitter profile? Probably not. Is it going to be stuff that I've tweeted? possibly, but you know, someone sees me tweeting or they see me on Instagram or whatever, their next question is going to be, can I see your portfolio? You know, the thing in their head is, do I know that you can write? Am I going to take you at face value or um, do I want some proof? And most folks are going to want proof. I've had a few people hire me without seeing a portfolio only because I had references, but most folks, at least in the beginning, are going to need to see proof, and your proof is your portfolio. So that's an example. Um, another example for me um, that I can talk about, so this isn't exactly about freelance writing, but it's about my business, which has expanded into selling courses. Um, I There are quite a few cliffs I could fall off. I could fall off the membership site cliff cliff and decide that I want to move off Teachable and I need a new member site. Well, do I really need to move off Teachable? No. Teachable is good enough. And it, you know, the pain points of using Teachable are not so great as to warrant moving a thousand students. I think it's up to like 1,200 students to another platform because that's a big undertaking. And do I really need that big undertaking? No, not at the moment. Um, another thing I'm thinking about is 
my Facebook ads and um, how that's going. So I've had to learn a lot about, I manage, I do all my own ads. And so I've had to learn a lot about um, understanding the data that Facebook reports. Um, and I've hit a major pain point of Facebook's reporting is um, unreliable, which is such a pain because I don't know what ads are working and which ones aren't. So I don't know which ones to turn off and which ones to put more money behind. <laughs> so that's a big pain because I could be wasting a lot of money. So the next thing that I need to do is figure out how do I, what's the workaround for Facebook's unreliable reporting? And so I asked a few people and basically the consensus is that I need to set up, uh, I need to start using UTM codes. So now I know that UTM code tracking, whatever it's called, I don't even know yet, is the thing that I need to learn how to do next. So that's the thing that I'm learning how to do next. If you have a client who, um, uh, let's see, if you're a writer and you have been writing blog posts for clients for a while, this happened to me, I was writing blog posts for years and years and years. And then I kind of looked around one day and was like, I'm actually kind of tired of writing these blog posts. I really want to do something else. So if that's you, the urgency of wanting to do something else is the thing, like that's the biggest pain for you, then figuring out what else to do is what your next step is. So that's when you stop looking at social media marketing strategies. And that's when you stop looking at um, how to set up Facebook uh, profile header templates on Canva. And that's when you stop reading about how to do a money making blog. And that's when you start looking at other types of writing you can do for clients. Now, I have some content on this because I know everyone gets to that point where they want to do something else. You know, so you do a Google search for type, maybe it's types of freelance writing or um, I think mine is called, so I have a podcast and a blog post. Um, it's called something like 15 writing gigs you can do that aren't blogging, <laughs> you know, or something like that. You read through these lists and then you, you pick a few things that look interesting and you go deeper. So maybe case studies and sales pages look interesting to you or emails look interesting to you. Then you look into um, email copywriting and that's all you're learning about. And so you learn a little bit about email copywriting. You learn... Um, what to look for in your own inbox and how to study the emails that you get. And you start to look for um, information on how to find email copywriting clients and or how to kind of upsell your current clients into an email copywriting service. That is the just-in-time learning that you do if you want to switch tracks. You don't get distracted by optimizing your LinkedIn profile and building a visibility strategy and um, video marketing and should I have a YouTube channel? Like all of that stuff goes by the wayside. Maybe you write down the stuff you think is a good idea, but you don't actually pursue that until you have finished whatever this next step is. Okay, so sometimes the thing that you need to learn next is obvious, like with the email marketing example or with my Facebook UTM codes example. Um, sometimes it's not obvious. Sometimes things are humming along and you're kind of like, well, what do I do now? And you want to optimize. So maybe you want to bring in a new marketing strategy. So maybe that is when you did uh, dig into a LinkedIn marketing strategy. Or maybe that is when you um, decide, you know, I've been doing this for six months. Um, 
I could spare maybe $600, maybe $1,000 for to hire someone to help me build my first real website. So then you you start looking at what goes into a freelance writer website. And um, uh, you start kind of plumbing your connections for uh, a low cost web designer, which if you need one, I have the hookups. <laughs> my friend Julia, um, much like I teach freelance writers, she teaches people to learn how to code websites. And so um, she has a, a talent pool of, of new website builders who would be happy to implement, but they would need help with the copy. And look, you're a writer, you can do the copy, right? So this, these are the kinds of things that you would look into because you've decided that the website is the next thing that you want to do. And so that's the only thing you, that's the direction you go into. And these other ideas of things to do, maybe you write them down and, and you can come back to them when you have time again. Um, but you don't try to do 12 different things at once. You do the one thing that you need to know. And then once you've done that, you know what you need to know next, or maybe that is completely wrapped and you can choose what to do next. So that's what just in time learning looks like. Um, it um, may, you may be able to apply it on a smaller scale when you're writing um, because you need to get really clear on the scope of what it is that you're writing. And you may find yourself researching the entirety of a topic and all of a sudden you've done all this research and there's no way you can cram it into a thousand word blog post because you, you learn too much. So um, really limit the scope of the research that you do. This is why I recommend that you, that you outline to begin with because that can keep you really limited um, so that you don't over-research and overextend and waste your time and get frustrated and make less money and all those things we don't want. Um, so just-in-time learning is all about learning to reduce the scope of your vision so that it, you're focused only on the thing that you need to do next. I hope I explained that clearly. If I did not explain it clearly enough or if you have more questions or like, what about this or how does it work in this situation? Um, I invite you to connect with me in our Facebook, in well, in my, our Facebook group. It's called the Inkwell Guild. Um, it's open to everyone, and if you go on Facebook and search for the Inkwell Guild with Ashley Gaynor, you'll find it, um, or you can go to ashleygaynor.com slash Facebook, and it will take you straight there. All right, so I, and, oh, yep, and you can ask me your questions and tag me and whatever you want. All right, so I will see you there. Let me know what you think. A funny thing happened the other day. I realized that many of my podcast listeners don't know about Clips Camp, so now I'm going to tell you about it. Clips Camp is a three-week course for new and advanced new <laughs> freelance writers who want to get started with high-paid client work. If you are on Upwork and miserable, if you're on Fiverr and miserable, or if you haven't even done anything to get started and you don't know what the first step is, Clips Camp is for you. I'm teaching you how to put together a solid portfolio of writing samples that position you as the kind of awesome writer that awesome clients want to hire. So if you want in on that or you just want more information, go to clipscamp.com and I will see you on the inside.